Today, Sports by Fry fans, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sports by Fry podcast coming at you after a couple of weeks hiatus. I did have a big plan for my first podcast back, but I'm going to switch things up a bit because as I'm sure everyone listening to this knows, uh, we as a sporting community have lost a pretty global icon and a legend in the basketball world in particular. Of course, I'm referring to Kobe Bryant, who sadly passed away along with eight others, including his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, in a helicopter crash over the weekend. Such a terrible story, tragic news for not only the NBA community and the basketball fans around the world, but really for any sports fan, period. Kobe was such a mogul, such an icon, and in the last few days, obviously, as everyone comes to grips with the loss of this legend, There's all these unreal stories surfacing, reports from these past and current players. Jerry West had a pretty unreal interview talking about Kobe when he first arrived at the Lakers. Tracy McGrady talked about Gianna and Kobe and the relationship he had and being a father. Ice Cube, Ramona Shelburne, Lou Williams, Chris Bosh. There's tons of stories out there to read talking just about how great Kobe Bryant was. Five-time champion, 18-time All-Star, and really an icon, not only for the Los Angeles Lakers franchise, but for LA as a whole. You've seen, I'm sure, all the tributes that have been flowing for Kobe and the pretty unreal scenes at Staples. And uh, yeah, it's tough to honestly come to terms with. It's even There's been stories with fans and just people from the general public talking about how Kobe would have a small interaction yet have such a powerful impact on their lives. There's one thing in particular that I've read over the last couple of days about a car crash that occurred a couple of months ago and how Kobe was one of the first people on the scene and he was making sure that everyone was safe and that everyone was okay and that uh, no one was hurt and that people were being treated right. And it's, yeah, honestly, a bit tough to put into words. And it's a little bit different coming from Australia and following the basketball, obviously, didn't get to watch all of Kobe's career and appreciate him as much as a lot of people have, especially a lot of older people who maybe watched him in the late 90s and early 2000s when he started to win with Shaquille O'Neal. But uh, I remember when he started winning the second chapter of his career, I guess you could call it, with Pau Gasol and being a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. They nearly met in the finals one year, but uh, Orlando pipped the Cavs and I remember feeling a sense of relief in a way that uh, they didn't go up against the Lakers because I didn't think they stood much of a chance. Maybe it was because they got swept by the Spurs a few years earlier or maybe it was just because Kobe had that mentality and that aura that no matter what he was going to do or no matter who was going against him, he was going to get the W. So it's pretty sad. I did, however, have the pleasure of watching Kobe Bryant play and ironically it was my first NBA game that I ever went to. It was Kobe's last year in New Orleans um, and I remember getting to the arena and watching him. I was almost uh, captivated, more captivated with him than Anthony Davis, who uh, obviously watching the game in New Orleans was uh, the talk of the show. But I actually, uh, I'll never forget this. I remember Kobe was on the baseline and kind of stepped towards the middle of the keyway. Ryan Anderson caught the ball at the top of the three, took a couple of dribbles and rose up as if he was going to dunk it. And sure enough, he, in a way, posterized Kobe Bryant, which is not the lasting image that a lot of people think of when they think of Kobe Bryant. But yeah, I was, again, lucky enough to watch him. But regardless of the dunk, I'll remember late, I think there was less than a minute to go, something like that. 
It was a pretty close game. I think the Lakers were still up by a few points, but Kobe got the ball at the top of the keyway, dribbled out the clock as he's done millions of time over, and hit a three-point dagger that basically gave LA the win. So the game, in the context of his career, it was obviously important in his last and final NBA season, but it was a regular season game in New Orleans that obviously a lot of people won't remember, but it'll have... uh, have a special memory and a special place in my uh, in my heart forever. So not the way that we wanted to start the decade. First we lost an NBA giant in David Stern and now unfortunately Kirby Bryant's passed away as well. So I just wanted to talk for not too long just about uh, Kobe. Obviously there's a lot of fans out there who are feeling the same hurt and uh, yeah, it's, it's a tragic event. But the show must go on. It's what Kobe would have wanted. I did uh, just read that the Lakers... And Clippers game that was meant to be on Tuesday is going to be postponed, but I'm sure for the next the coming weeks and months, when All Star break comes around as well, there'll be plenty of tributes and plenty of other uh, people paying homage to uh, a great man, a great basketball player, and uh, yeah, a tragic loss for the sport and basketball world. But that's all I'm going to talk about today on this little mini pod. Uh, I'm going to be back later in the week, probably doing a fast five and discussing some of the uh, plans. The next week or so, AFL Fantasy articles on the way, uh, a feature on Dwight Howard actually I'm going to do that will be coupled with my first YouTube video of the 2020 Sports by Fry season, so make sure you check them out, but uh, yeah, rest in peace Kobe, until next time, peace. Peace.